0: Hi, welcome to Date Night, a tabletop role-playing game podcast.
1: I'm Will, I'm the GM, Game Master, Game Mom, whatever you want to call me.
0: And I'm Amy, and I'm Will's wife, and I play a half-elf ranger.
2: Hi, I'm Mike, I play Dern, the dwarf paladin. I'm Sam, I play
3: uh,
2: the gnome wizard.
3: And I'm Eva, and I play the half-orc barbarian, Arryn. And we play...
2: Dungeons
3: and
1: Dragons. There's a field in front of you that stretches on for miles, and you all hear this buzzing, and you figure it is giant bees. Uh, It sounds like military helicopters and making your teeth rattle, and in front of you is nothing but, between here and Knoll Territory, a giant field of azure blossoms that stand about three feet tall.
3: Oh, isn't that that thing you're trying to avoid? Uh, yeah.
4: I always try it. to avoid bees whenever possible.
1: Yeah. Uh, with that nature check of anybody <coughs> above 15, which was most of you, you know the bees are very aggressive during this season while they're in bloom. They have extreme competition from other hives for these flowers, and because the bees are so large, it's hard for them to find enough uh, to survive. So you know that you may be up for some bee fights if you go through this field. I would like field. to
3: sing the song that Winnie the Pooh sings when he's <laughs> trying to get the honey from the hive without the bees noticing. I'm just a little, little black, black rain <laughs>
0: cloud
1: Okay, well, that's I'm all we can, can sing. I'm
0: going to
1: get sued. Did Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> sponsored, not by Disney.
0: I'm only a nope, little nope, nope. black <laughs> rain cloud
1: um, And you can see also from here that you've gotten a lot closer to the mountain since you've set out, and it seems like as far as you've traveled and as big as the mountain has looked, it seems like you should be there already, but you can tell this is a really, really big mountain at this point.
0: Is there any way around the fields? Do I need to roll Perception for
1: that? You can, but, I mean, the fields go on for miles to... Kind of the mountains that's labeled null territory on the map. So we pretty much have to go through.
3: Is there a way that we
1: can disguise ourselves to do from bees? That.
3: Oh,
4: Could really to the bees? I'll probably get
0: Okay, well, I rolled a 20.
1: Okay, with that, I'll, I'll hint that these flowers are pretty tall. might slow you down, but they might also help you uh, be a little more stealthy. I'm short.
3: Let's crawl through the... Oh. Nomi has offered his services, his transformation
1: services. Yeah. The um the short people, again, some of these flowers not all of them are maybe three feet tall. So for the for the gnome and the dwarf, they would provide quite a bit of cover.
0: Can we just me and Army crawl? hold up some flowers, pick some flowers and just kind of duck down and carry them and hopefully that check. stealth check.
1: Yeah, this would be stealth. Dress up check! Right. Can you do Some it? Video? Can you like model yeah, it like sure. they do in the old 90s I was, movies? Roll like, twenty to be fabulous. I right. was gonna, Before like, you do stealth the... checks, um, you see another mm-hmm. flash of the uh Raven Tree. And it is you see that blackness creeping up around it.
3: Okay, Raven tree, we're going. <laughs> we get the boy going.
1: So we're doing stealths.
0: Mm-hmm. They see me.
1: Oh, no, I need an average. Oh. Four. Um, Four. I got
0: a 22. Holy crap. 22, 11, 4, six.
1: and 4?
3: Mm-hmm. 6. Oh, she
1: got 6 with her modifier. 4. Give me all the numbers again. I had the answer.
4: 4, 6, 12, 22.
3: 11. T-
1: Sorry, 11. 21 plus 22, 43 divided by 4. That's about a 12, right? So it's between a 10 and 15. All right, so you've got two of these bees uh, spot you as you make it about a quarter of the way through that field. Okay, and <laughs> they are diving down, and let's roll some initiative.
3: Flower! <laughs> Flower shield. Two. Woo! Nineteen.
1: Eighteen. Sixteen. Oh, wait, twenty. Plus dex. All right, wait, no.
3: is it plus dex? Is yeah. It, I thought it was plus
2: you, uh, initiative. That is. That's the same. That's
1: where that number comes from.
3: Oh, okay. Nineteen.
1: Kira. Aaron, What was yours? uh, Sixteen. Grease wizard. B1, B2, and Dern. Okay, Kira, you've got these bees. Right now, they're still up high, but it seems like they are flying right at you guys.
0: Longbow.
1: That seems like an appropriate time.
0: Ten.
1: Plus or is no plus. That's
0: that's the plus.
1: Okay. It's just going to sail wide of this bee.
3: It's a moving target. Yeah,
1: I mean they're giant bees, but they're still bees, so they're maybe Shetland pony sized bees.
3: That's kind oh, of a cute mental image actually. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a bee the size of a Shetland pony. That's it's terrifying. A tari- <laughs> but it, it's a, is it like fuzzy like a bumblebee? Very,
1: bee? very fuzzy.
3: That's kind of cute. No. I, I, not I, when it's attacking. I, us. I promise oh, I'm you it's not. I'm still gonna fight back. I'm gonna use my. It's, I'm next up, yeah, so I'm right. gonna use my javelin. Actually, I have. I think. I have four javelins. Can I, like. Do two attacks?
1: You only get one ranged attack.
3: Okay, that's fair. Because you can't aim. Hmm. Oh, well. Okay, well, that's a two plus six.
1: Eight. Uh, that's going to s- fall short of the Bs. All
2: right, GW. All right, I am going to cast Chromatic Orb at the f- B on the left. Okay. With acid damage. Okay. That's a fan favorite. Twelve plus my intelligence. Sixteen. That's plus, oh, plus <sighs> Yeah, that's 18. 18. Yeah.
0: Yay.
2: Yeah, roll your
1: damage. Please
0: have little health points.
1: Ah, uh, that's three D eight. Holy cow! Okay, uh, yeah. is that a first level spell?
2: Yeah, four, five, seven.
1: <coughs> so sixteen. So, yeah, you melt a bee.
3: <laughs> oh,
1: melt it is. Of, That's the sound it makes. That sounds actually. He melted a bee the size of a Shetland. one. Are you roll still a, goat, a by the way? No. Everybody sure. roll a dex check it. of, uh, got to be to five. Yep. <laughs> Four. Oh.
3: That's a six. Nine.
1: Five or better. I did five.
3: I got six. Anybody
1: under five? No. Okay. So some of the acid and bee parts all, like, rain down, but with your flower umbrellas, you're totally cool. <laughs> all right. The other bee is going to take a diving attack now. At uh I don't know why he gave it away. At uh Grease Wizard. But he's okay. the shortest. He's hiding under the flowers. Well I'm just I'm
3: just rolling. Alright. Would you rather
1: um, him attack you? No. He's, but he's doing squishier. a dive attack. He's diving about twenty feet. That's an eleven. Um miss. miss. Ooh, lucky. <laughs> so it's
3: all the flowers. Uh
1: yeah, so you just dive under some other flowers and it comes down and misses. And It's going to use the rest of its turn to try and fly back up, but I'll say everybody roll a d6. If you have a 6, you're close enough to it for an opportunity attack. Five.
3: Six. One.
1: All right, Kira, you can make an attack with your swords if you'd like as it's trying to fly up. Three. So it dives down, misses the Grease Wizard, flies back up into the air, and it's Dern's turn.
4: Armor of Agathis on myself.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, That's an action. Correct. Okay, Kira. It's your normal turn now. What are you doing?
0: I'm. Wait, is it? That's the one that's down here, right? No, he went back. Okay,
1: then I'm shooting my bow. Okay, that's one. Um, plus six to hit. That's
0: nineteen.
1: That's a hit. So you sail an arrow up and hit hit this thing in the thorax. (laughs) Um,
0: nine.
1: All right, you has got an arrow sticking in it now aren
0: Man, these things are sturdy. Um, and that was its hit point maximum before
1: that? That one was at hit point max, okay. yes.
3: And I don't do any extra damage. Right. Um, this one's probably not within axe distance, is it?
1: Right, it's probably about 20 feet, 15 feet above you.
3: Okay, well, I'm going to use my javelin again then. Okay. <laughs> this time, 17.
1: Yeah, that'll hit.
3: Um, and then...
1: So you toss this javelin up. And smash this thing in the head Six.
3: for six plus my strength. That's ten.
1: Yeah, this bee, that javelin goes way deep into its head, and it comes down for a crash and uh, crashes into the flowers beside you. You've taken out those two bees. I get this last. I'd like a, to retrieve uh, my javelin. Okay. Yeah. And say
3: I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> can I harvest its bee venom? I'm
1: not. <gasps> yeah, you can. Um, if you go to loot these things you know that you can use the Stingers. So you've got two B-Stingers that you guys can uh, divvy up however you'd like. They have one charge each. They can be used as a short sword. They deal normal short sword damage, and they deal uh, the person who takes the damage has to make a constitution saving throw or be poisoned. So the way this works on this particular one, you can only use them each once. You get one attack with them. If they fail their constitution save of a DC 11, they take 3d6 poison damage.
3: Can I
2: have one?
1: And if they pass, they take 1d6 poison damage. Well, oh. These are one-time used fellas.
2: I melted that one, so can Uncle get that?
3: Well, oh, you have magic, so this might be a better thing for someone who doesn't have magic to get.
2: Fine.
4: Whatever. <laughs> <One> <laughs> I do not think I want one. Y'all can... Yes, the Scottish (laughs) y'all. I'll
1: say you you can use them as a short sword. Does a javelin do 1d6 also? Yes.
3: Yeah, plus strength.
1: You can use it as a javelin or a short sword.
0: Okay. Do I still get my attack bonus?
1: Yeah. Okay. It works just like a short sword, but with the extra effect of poison.
2: Poison.
1: And it's just a one-time thing, the poison. Yeah, it's 3d6. Or yep, if they fail a DC-11 constitution. It's 1d6 if they pass. You're about half of the way through that field, and you feel a pretty sharp uh, twinge of pain uh, come up in, the, in your abdomens. All of us? Yep. Yeah. Ow! It doesn't hit you for any damage, and it
2: fades pretty quickly. Let's get out of these flowers. Alright, I'm 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 done with that. Okay. Um, you guys are about wow, halfway the
1: through way. the flower field. You want to try and stealth to the other end again?
3: Sure. Yeah. Sure.
1: Alright, let's take another average stealth roll here. Thirteen. Okay.
0: Fifteen. Okay. Twelve.
1: Twelve. Kay. That's fifty-two... Uh, Alright, you have been spotted by two more bees. Oh,
3: come on. They are
1: up in the air again, but you see them coming, so we're going to do initiative one more time here.
0: Eighteen. Four.
2: Eighteen.
0: One. <laughs> My dex is fifteen.
2: My dex is sixteen. Dern's a little sleepy today.
1: Alright, so Grease Wizard, Kira... What was yours, Aran? Four. Alright, B1. Four.
2: Okay.
1: Aran, B2. Darn. Alright, Grease Wizard, you are up.
2: They're uh, maybe 30 <laughs> feet away and coming fast. I look around everyone and I say, We'll catch a long rest after this one, right?
0: Once we get out of the field, maybe.
2: Alright, I cast Shatter. Okay. On the center of the two Bs. Uh, I don't think, uh, how big is that? Uh, ten feet. Alright, you're just gonna nab one of them with that if you... I can't get two of them? They're not, like, flying next to each other? Ah, fine. I'll just cast Chromatic Orb with... Okay. Um, acid again. Okay. That's a... Thirteen.
1: Thirteen. That's a hit. So you shoot some acid up at this bee. And that's 3d8. Yikes. Eight, two, five, fifteen. Yeah, you melt another bee, my man, and that thing goes flying down, and it's, uh, that one's still far enough away you guys don't have to try to save. Mm -hmm. All right, Kira, you've got one more bee coming at you, it's making a heck of a buzz, and it's kind of stuck its stinger out like it's (coughs) coming in with that. Longbow. Okay. Seventeen plus six. Yeah, I'm gonna say you hit that thing right in the eye with that. Eight yeah how <laughs>
3: uh
1: let me roll a save for this guy <laughs> I just missed I just botched his save, so this bee when you hit him in the eye, he just kind of freaks out and crashes into the ground and uh
0: attack
1: yeah, sure, you can go up and make a slice at him if you want
0: fourteen
1: yeah, so he just skids right beside you and you cut him with the sword, and he is finished. No matter what your damage is there. Six. Yeah, so you really slice him. Then those bees have been finished off pretty quickly this time.
0: I'll take another stinger.
1: Yeah, a couple of stingers. Two more stingers to go around.
3: You can have the
1: other one. I don't want it. And with that... Okay, I'll take it. You make it out of the other end of the... Yes, some aggressive grease wizard. <laughs> the other end of the field.
0: No more twinges?
1: Nope.
4: Are you the,
0: asking for
1: one? Until the aliens hatch. And <laughs> <laughs> so you are starting. I mean, you've made it pretty far. It's starting to get to be night again here.
0: What's this
1: area? Those paths? Yeah. That's I the can't Pilgrim's read this Path. Is. And those, arrows? those arrows point to both paths. They're, that whole thing there is called the Pilgrim's Path. It comes out of the region of Kanagara, down to the fork in the road there, and then goes back up north to the temple technically that V at the top is the section that's called the Pilgrims Path, not really the path you're on right now. And where are we? You're just okay. south of that V. Okay.
0: I look for a good place to camp.
1: All right, roll survival. Hmm, eight. Okay. So you're going to you set up camp for the evening. Let's go ahead and start the shifts. We'll figure out how that's going. Who okay. wants I'll go six. first.
2: I took the last one last two times.
1: All right. Everybody else who goes to sleep, you get one more of these Raven Tree visions, and it's much clearer this time. And you realize that pretty much every time uh, either—I'm going to put this in GM terms, I guess, so how you can translate this vision— Every time a certain amount of real-life time goes by, and every, amount, every time you're taking a rest, there's something happening to the raven tree. So, no pressure. There's
3: not really much no. we can do about that.
1: Yeah. So you kind of get that feeling, and you wake up. Uh, it doesn't mess up your long rest. You can turn over and go back to sleep. You're really clammy, and you really feel kind of a nasty feeling in the pit of your stomach. And you feel like even some of this land around you now is not feeling so great because of what might be happening to the raven tree.
3: I might have a hard time falling asleep since someone set me on fire.
1: (laughs) You got new things in your nightmares.
0: Amy is a total dork and I'm completely dressed up as Kira.
1: Let me pull up my, do- my blue leather dice pouch. Oh. Fancy. Fancy. Is it, are your, you got new dice in there? No. Okay.
0: I have my Same regular... old cursed ones.
1: <laughs> she yeah. was rolling very well last time. Uh, during our bee battles. So I don't know if this is going to start a new episode or not, but just to catch all of you guys up I don't on
3: remember. what yes. we were
1: doing, you guys were headed out from Raven Tree... Along the back river road, you crossed the rickety bridge where you convinced, tried to convince some knoll pack animal that their mage was still alive by cobbling together some sunglasses. <laughs> you continued north along that road through the field of bees, which you guys uh, managed to sneak by with only pulling a few of them. That's probably that... Then- I didn't make a single Nicolas Cage joke during that, I was... (laughs)
3: Less popular sequel to Field of Dreams.
1: Yes, Field of Bees.
0: (laughs) And then Aaron and Kira (coughs) Handley.
1: If you grow it, they will come.
0: Took care of the bees.
1: Yeah, so you guys took out the bees, and then you made camp north of the field of Azure Blossoms, and you were getting settled for the night, and you put a certain gnome (laughs) wizard on the watch. And that's where we left off, right? Yeah. Uh So why don't you tell me a little bit, we haven't really talked about how you're camping, so what kind of camp do you have? Do you guys just have bedrolls, like, set out, or are you in tents, or how are you, how is your camp arranged, I guess, is my question.
0: I'm sure it's different in everyone's head, but I assume we had a central fire and then bedrolls around it.
3: Yeah, that's pretty much what I guessed, because we all have explorer's packs, or except you, which I think you have but you have a special one? I a, a religious? Oh, okay. Well, we all have explorers packs, and I know those have a bedroll, but I don't think we have like a tent with us or yeah. anything. I
2: okay. built a second-story apartment uh, <laughs> with a view and a balcony. Was this while you were still a goat? Yes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right. So <laughs> I cast minor illusion, make myself a very nice flat.
1: <laughs> so and it then looks nice, it, <laughs> but foot. you can't really do anything <laughs> with it. Yeah, foot? Yeah, it's a mini flat. <laughs> Uh, so well, you just is, have a, a fire dog. and some bed rolls, and what are you doing to pass the time, uh, Grease Wizard? Okay. <laughs> I love, how, my you, thumbs. I love okay. how you specifically had to ask him first. <laughs> well, all like, you were supposed we're to be asleep. asleep. Yeah, I, so he's, oh. he's on the watch.
2: Uh, twiddle in my thumbs. I pull up my crunchy fidget spinner. Okay. I um, you know, I'm sitting there. I. Cast grease as a ritual and try and get that spinner to go, move it a little bit faster. Okay. Um, that's a twelve. How good does a spinner go?
1: Uh, you get a couple of spins out of it before nice. it kind of, you know, uses nice. up the grease and flings it around the camp and into right. the fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, but after you're sitting there for about half an hour, you start to hear some kind of blorp, blorp noises. <laughs>
2: Hello. Blah. Roll a perception check.
3: You're great at investigating things.
2: That's tw- perception? Yeah. Wisdom to... That's a 14. Okay, there's some sort
1: of, like, herd of cattle nearby to the east.
3: Those are cows? <laughs> that, no, they're not
1: cows. They're sort of an odd type of cattle in this area.
0: They
1: sound like a frog goat. Just happen to be frog goat calves. And you also, right now, Grease Wizard, get a really strong urge to grab the blunderbuss from Dern. Alright. There's just a little voice in your head telling you to grab it.
3: I don't know what
1: that is. Absolutely grab it. Alright, roll a sleight of hand check.
3: Is he sleeping with it, like, cuddled up to
1: him? No, but it's in his bag, so... Oh, okay. Or maybe a stealth, whichever
2: one you're better at. Uh, stealth is dex. Uh, it doesn't matter. Plus... Sleight of hand or stealth. Both yeah. of them are dex. So, that's plus 313.
1: Yeah, so you procure <laughs> this blunderbuss out of Dern's bag, and you've got it, and that little voice is just telling you... Basically, to pull the trigger and point it up at the sky, I do it, okay, okay, all right, so everybody else, the last thing you hear is a giant crack, and then you hear the herd of cattle just start blarp blarping. <laughs> and with is that, that I same crack
3: kind of animals those are before sure. Me too. I need to
1: know. I rolled a three. I, I, rolled, a, a, dice. I rolled a seven. <laughs> they're they they're Belorkmoos. <laughs> 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 so you hear that, and when you wake up, you notice the Grease Wizard is gone, and sitting in his place is Kalman Coggles. So we, we're in two separate places right now. I'm going to go ahead with the Grease Wizard for a little bit, and then we'll come back to see what's going on in the camp while the other things are going on for uh, Greasy. So, uh, after that loud crack that you hear as well, you find yourself standing in a room that's completely cluttered with books. They're not even, like, on shelves. They're just in big stacks. They have a lot of arcane symbols on them. There's also a bunch of oily and greasy gears and tools and gizmos all around this room. And you also feel like... You've been drained of a first-level spell slot as you move across here. Do you have any of those? I do. Okay. Sitting at a desk in this room with huge magnifying goggles on is an ancient-looking gnome with big white tufts of hair, but they're just coming out of his ears. And he doesn't look up from his work when you appear in the room. He's scribbling something right now on a piece of parchment. Hello there. Who might you be? And he kind of looks up. And he can't really see through those big magnifying goggles. And he finishes scribbling something. He closes it up. He dips a seal in some sealing wax and stamps it on there. And even from across the room, you can see that symbol is of a flaming finger. And it's being stamped onto the letters. Which finger? A pinky finger. All right. All right. And he says, Well, you might as well make yourself comfortable. You'll be here for a moment. And he points at a chair in front of him, but the chair is completely covered with a stack of like eighteen books dusty books sitting in the chair.
2: all right do you got a do you got a more comfy chair? I need um I don't really think this chair looks that comfy nope,
1: no no these are the chairs I got. I got this one and that one, and they're both pretty much just covered in books like old leather chairs All right. Wow, you look pretty steady on your feet. This isn't your first time traveling this way, huh.
2: I really don't know where I am. Can you, could you help me with that? Well more importantly than that, how did you come up with these coordinates? I really don't know. I, this little thing in my head was like hey hey Penelope. Yeah. Why don't you go wait, ahead and wait what? 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 <laughs> That's my name. Whose? Mine? Penelope. Penelope. Okay. Go on. Y yeah. hello, Penelope. Why don't you go ahead and steal that bus thing from um? Uh, no, not no. You stole bus. a bus. I stole a bus and I, I pulled the trigger of the bus. Where did was, the bus come from? The 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 hairy man's pack. I don't know. What?
1: <laughs> hold on, hold on. So you don't even know where you are. That's what you what you want me to believe? No. <laughs>
2: All right. What but, do you want me to believe? <laughs> I'm. Not sure. All right, I'm calling Pish Posh right now. No, I Pish call- Posh. Pish <laughs> posh has been called.
1: I I see that gun you're holding. I crafted that gun two centuries ago. All
2: right. Well, it's not. And right I right.
1: only fashioned this dimension a week ago when my last office was too cluttered to work in as a place that I could bring my essentials. He says, and a stack of books falls over in the corner (laughs) as he's shouting. You used a powerful teleportation spell, but I want to know is how you knew to teleport to this place.
2: I'm just the most capable wizard in the universe. That seems likely.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hold on a second. And he casts uh, like some sort of mage hand type spell, but it's invisible, so you didn't really see it coming. And it grabs your spell book out of your bag, and he holds it in front of you. All right. Hey, why don't you give that one back, please? We'll see about that. Uh, And he mm -hmm. says, I'm sure that you appearing before me holding one of my inventions is just some vast coincidence in our universe. I'm sorry, there are no warranties, no guarantees of functionality, or of useful outcomes. Read the fine print. And he, he motions for you to come over and points, and he puts a big magnifying glass out, like over the maker's mark on the blunderbuss, and there's a ton of legal text around it, uh, around the logo that he created on there, which is also the flaming finger. And he says, See, right here, no guarantees. Now I'm going to have to kindly ask you to leave by the same means by which you came.
2: all, all right. But he, here's the thing. Um, I hurt my neck in the in the in the portal thing, and look, look, I, I look, really look. don't know where. Everybody I, I have who to use go to
1: bag. So um, everybody who uses one of these things has signed a waiver. You know that you cannot make any kind of injury claims.
2: All right. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, good sir. Um. I kind of stole this from a a traveler of mine. Ah. So I didn't sign anything. So if you don't want me to call my uh, fantasy lawyers, then uh, I'll need some... (laughs) All right, give them a call. um, You know, I'm going to go easy on you today. Um, Just wanted to help me get back to my, um, I wouldn't say friends, but traveling companions. Well,
1: there are two ways you can get there. (laughs) You could go by the same way by which you came... Or you can use the door. I'll lock the door option, so I'll walk to the door. Alright, when you open the door, there is nothing outside of it but, like, this inky black void with, like, weird tentacles and moaning sounds.
2: Oh, alright. Uh, this sounds way... This feels way too familiar to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, hold on. Can I have that? slipping through your spellbook book. Yeah, right that's now. right. You got my spellbook. Can I, can I have that back? He says, Funny... You're not a powerful wizard at all. He no, says. no, see, here's the thing, I'm the most powerful wizard, you just don't understand.
1: <laughs> no, 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 there's nothing in here at all about teleportation. In fact, the only useful thing in this book that you have is grease, he says. I'm not sure how you even put your pants on in the morning. And he, <clears throat> s- he stands up and he doesn't have any pants on. But a pair of pants animates from across the room and shoots across, slips onto him. They get stuck at his hips. He casts Grease and pulls them the rest of the way up.
2: All right, man after my own tastes. I'll see that. Hello, you lo- uh, let me introduce myself. I'm Penelope. You can call yeah, me Grease I- Wizard. That's what, um, that's what my legend, the people of my legend call me. Um, the Grease Wizard. That's what they call me. Oh, okay. Cool nickname. It's pretty cool, I think. I'm gonna say. Um, you seem pretty powerful. You might have some things that might be able to help me. I um, don't know. We're, we're fighting this kind of blight thing. I, I'm not really sure. I'm just kind of along for the ride and the gold. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. Um, but I might be able to help a little bit. Do you have any kind of good spells or anything? For, first, could you tell me who taught you? Who was it? Was it like Chillwind? No. What was it that that Charlotte and Casanova uh, Beaver cheeks? All right. Well, here's the thing. Can I can I trust you, sir? So, what, what's your name again? I forget. Uh, my name's Prinkle Fire Touch. Crinkle Fire Touch. All right, Mister Crinkles. Um, can I call you Chris Crinkle? Oh, no. <laughs> that's a little joke. You got you like that one? I don't understand. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. um, so here's the thing. Oh, oh I don't, don't really tell remember me. anything. Wait, what? Yeah, see, I go in and out of this one big portal, takes me here, takes me there. I don't really know where I go there, but I know where I am here.
1: Is this the portal in the wispy bottle? What? <laughs> no, never
2: mind, never mind. So, I I don't really know much about my past, because I, I don't really remember nothing. So, I don't know who taught me, I just know I know all these cool spells, like Grease.
1: Hmm, maybe you've never been to wizard school, like, even a gnome your age... Like uh, but but that's really okay. Let me tell you a little story about somebody I went to wizard school with. It was Sweaselbeak Thunderthighs. And Sweezlebeak was at the top of our class. Always. Anytime any professor had a question, Sweezelbeak would raise his little hand and have the answer. I'll hate
2: those Sweezelbeaks.
1: Yeah. But At lunch, whenever we had corn or peas or anything like that, Sweezelbeak would only push the corn in one direction on his plate until he either picked it up or, of course, pushed some of it off the edge onto the table and wasted the corn. And I learned from that that there are two different kinds of smart. There's book smart, like Sweezelbeak was, and there's corn smart, like me. (laughs) Who never spills a piece of corn. And I need to figure out which kind of smart you are.
2: I I think I'm pretty much both smart. I'm very book smart. I got my book right there that you're holding on to. And I'm corn corn smart. Uh, I usually have it with a little bit of butter. Yak butter. That's usually how I prepare my corn. I like it with grease. Um, All right.
1: I'm going to give you a little test. Answer with the very first thing that comes to mind as quickly as possible, okay? First, describe your perfect date.
2: Um, there's hay, and I have a bottle of whiskey.
1: Perfect. You find yourself
2: suddenly face-to-face with a large black dragon. What do you do? I'll kiss it.
1: Perfect. If you were a spell, what kind of spell would you be? Grease. Perfect. Uh, What is the most important meal of the day? Uh, Sausages. (laughs) You've been captured by creeps, and your spellbook is being used to prop up their coffee table while they make you perform song and dance routines with an elderly mute tabaxi. goat. I'll
2: sing something from Thoroughly Martin Millie, and they pass out, right? Uh.
1: That tracks. How old were you when you stole your first goat? Seventeen. What do you like to do to
2: Relax. Oh, I can't tell you that.
1: <laughs> what is your spirit animal?
2: A zombie. <laughs> but like a bee, that's dead. A zombie. Do you huh? get that? <laughs> right. I think I do. You come across a pack of gnolls trying to get a giant
1: grub pack animal to move. What do you do? I
2: will help them. How? With sunglasses and uh, a weekend at Bernie's. Have you seen that scroll? It's very good. I have. One more question. Imagine a boat.
1: Is it on your left? No. He just drops his pen on the (laughs) table and he goes, You're... I've never met anyone so blissfully ignorant of how anything in the world is interconnected. And he pauses and he rubs the bridge of his nose. You would make an absolutely perfect student, he says. An empty can to fill with the grease of knowledge. You, dear boy, are going to be an inventor wizard.
2: All right. I'll look Tinkering. Uh, Yes. What what is inventing wizarding? Well, not too many people understand this, but
1: inventor wizards invented all magic.
2: So... You're telling me that I could be the king of magic. That's what I'm hearing. Well. The king of magic. All right. I like this. (laughs) Let's go. Let's hit it. All right. So
1: I think there's just going to be like a training montage so that we can get through you getting your inventor skills. Mm -hmm. So this is a class from Unearthed Arcana, the inventor wizard that you wanted to take up. So this is when you're done with this, you'll be able to take that school instead of what did you have? Evocation. Yeah. And you'll just lose kind of the evocation thing. So, uh, I guess, like, this has, like, one of those montage scenes with the, you're just learning spells... Trying to do
2: things, the Rocky fail. music is yeah. playing underneath, bum, bum, and bum, 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 there's like <laughs> I'm moving around corn on a dinner plate. Right. <laughs>
1: Perfect. There's like some scene where you're really sweaty, and he's wiping your brow with a greasy cloth. Like, what else is happening in this montage?
2: Um, I think I'm doing like push-ups, but okay. like not very good push-ups, <laughs> like the girl push-ups. Yeah, where like you're on your knees. Um, I think, you know, that we're eating corn, we're pushing around corn. Um, (laughs) there's lots of corn. There's a lot of corn. (laughs) I think we just kind of crash for a little while and we sit in a hot tub and we just kind of talk about our feelings. He cries. I kind of snicker a little bit, but I don't let him see. Okay. Um, we read a little bit of books. Like he reads to me like a bedtime story. Like I'm all tucked in bed. Um, let's see. Well, and then, like,
1: while you're using a book, there's, like, an interjection scene here where he goes, uh, when you're looking at your spell book, like, he comes in and walks in on you, and he says, just stop with all the preparing of the spells and everything and just cast stuff, he says. I'm tired of you writing these things down and practicing. He says, if you want something predictable... By a spell scroll, you want something powerful, just make the connection and let it happen, he says. And we go back, like, into montage mode, and you just start casting all kinds of stuff. Like, what kind of spells are you casting?
2: I'm casting magic missiles, shocking grasp, I'm casting poison spray, light, thorn whip, color spray, chromatic orbs, and all e- over.
1: Every time he's just got his thumbs up and his pinkies up, like he hang loose because he's crinkle fire touch, he's gotta have his pinkies up too. And the last step of this montage is you holding up a pair of like magical shining pants, and I believe you told me there should be a butt flap in these pants.
2: Yeah, they're assless chaps. Okay, are all chaps? All chaps
1: are by definition. (laughs) But are they? But they're not in the front or something. You said right? Like
2: Eva. So they're more like.
1: So they're more like butt flap pants, right? With no flap.
2: Yes. Okay.
1: What? And you hold so you hold up like these pants with the big hole in the butt, and you shrug, and he kind of shakes his head. But like this is your new what is it called? Arco mechanical armor.
2: Yeah, it's called Arco Arcanom mechanical armor.
1: Yeah, couldn't have said it better. (laughs) So now you've got these pants. You want to describe it all, like what they look like or what they feel like to put them on?
2: Uh, well, they're leather. And I put them on over my khakis that I'm already wearing. <laughs> I you were wearing khakis. So at least your butt's not hanging out then. No. Okay. But my khakis are pretty tight, so you can see a very distinct butt. And um, yeah, I'm wearing these assless chaps, and I'm.
3: You've got to stop them. saying that. Please.
2: What assless chaps? <laughs> you want me to stop saying assless chaps? <laughs> no. So and and they're just beautiful. Okay. Yeah.
0: Hi, thanks for listening to Date Night. We wanted to take a break from the story to give you a taste of what you're missing by not subscribing to Behind the Screens. We have additional play sessions, game master guides, and our newest segment Players Perspectives. So, in place of our usual mid-roll, we're stepping in one of our shorter clips that would normally be in our premium episodes. If you like what you hear, go to d8nightpodcast.com and click the Behind the Screens link to support our show. Thanks!
1: Hi, I'm Will Mayer, GM of the Date Night Podcast, and this is Player Perspectives. Today we're going to hear from Mike, who plays the dwarf paladin, Dern Hammerstone. Mike, what is one of the things in our campaign so far that you found most memorable? Either characters, adventures, quests, obstacles, creatures... Whatever floats your boat,
4: to be honest, I've really been enjoying the the humor that we keep stumbling across the best you know I mean obviously um, your nPCs are, are 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 memorable in their insanity, and then you know having uh, Sam as the grease wizard is has led to quite a few interesting interesting moments. Um, I know Dern typically plays more of like the straight man character, which I guess fits my Personality versus Sam's more flamboyant. Was yeah, that incident definitely, yeah. or, or non-traditional? <laughs> but um, I mean, just like the, the the really ridiculous stuff, like you know, throwing his sausage into the troll hole, and and um, you know, like all of the grease and everything, and how how grease wizards become his his most well-known name at this point, which maybe not by uh, choice. Either. <laughs> But I think I think some of the moments that have stuck out to me the most have been the ones where I, I couldn't keep my my composure and I had to get up and actually walk away from the table because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> but um, as far as my favorite adventure goes, I really enjoyed. I know this is kind of frustrating because it's the one we had to record like 18 times. But the second bandit battle, where like everything was on fire and <laughs> and we were down to like a half a hit point each and. You know, I think the the you know I'd blown all my spell slots. The only thing we had left was poor Baba Ganoush and her, her saliva leaves or whatever.
1: Yeah, that especially that first recording of the bandit battle, which, like you said, unfortunately is the one we lost. You guys were really desperate. Yeah, we were we were dying. The closest we've been to a party wipe. So that one was a lot of fun, and uh, you could tell when we actually recorded that uh, sausage in the troll hole episode oh. after the bandit battle. Uh, everybody was already broken, or at least you, me, and Amy were already broken at that point. So it just made everything come off as that much funnier after that. Uh, we, were,
4: we were so cautious. Like, you know, at the beginning
1: of the campaign,
4: everything was like, yeah, sure, let's check this out. But, you know, I think when we when we kind of got, I mean, it's like, okay, from right out of the gate, from my, my very first uh, introduction campaign, you know, I was expecting some uh, some sort of, you know easy introductory campaign, and you kick the crap out of me in like the first five minutes of of, of game time you know it's like, oh hi, here's your uncle and now here's a here's a dock <laughs> and like eight thousand orcs get off, and you're 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 unconscious in the water, you know good luck
1: yeah so, it was a it was but, a tough start to the campaign,
4: so you know we started off very brash and boast by the time we got to the troll hole, everybody was suing especially after the traps episode too, oh my goodness. But everybody was so much more cautious, except, of course, for the Grease Wizard. And he's, like, you know, charging in there, and we're skittishly stepping our feet through the door and hoping something, some sort of
1: god-awful doomsday device doesn't go off. Yeah, he's much more willing to throw caution to the wind or sausages (laughs) into the trolls. Sausages into the trolls. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, I think that does it for our players' perspective this time. Uh, Thank you very much for subscribing to our premium content. It means a lot to us and helps keep uh, the show going. Uh, So I hope you'll come back for more players' perspectives, Game Master's Guides, and other premium episodes. Thank you. Thank you. All right, I think we're going to go back to the uh, the plains with the blorping for a little while mm-hmm. and see what's going on back at the camp. So you're hanging out with Crinkle Touch while uh, all this is going down back in the world of uh, Volunaya. So, when you woke <clears throat> up and you saw everybody, or uh, you you saw the Grease Wizard had gone and all these new weird cow-like creatures were around, you also She's saw... He's
3: gone! Yay!
1: And the peasants (laughs) rejoice. And you just see uh, Calman Coggles is sitting there, and he says, Hey guys, I think we have a bovine situation. And he points over, and you see the animals blarp, blarp. And you guys did not manage to get a long rest because this happened, but you did wait long enough to get a short rest, so if you'd like to roll any hit dice, if you're down health, you'll be able to do that before... We get into whatever we're going to get into here.
3: That's a one.
1: You also get to add your constitution modifier to that and get your health, that many health back. All right. I think that was full health. Okay.
3: I'm doing okay.
1: All right. So as you look out across this field, there are dozens of these weird cattle. They look sort of like cows more than anything, but with like really curly fur, kind of like sheep. Would have more blur more more, really. more woolish, yeah. but they're definitely more in the cow family, I guess. And they, when that crack went off from the blunderbuss, have started a stampede in your direction. So, the first thing I'm going to need everybody to do is roll dexterity saving throws because these
4: are my favorite. <laughs> hey, 15, 13.
0: I need new dice. <laughs> I rolled a six. Can I have the purple ones, and I'll try
3: those instead?
1: Those are Kalmans. Ah.
3: Hmm. Well, well, i Actually, oh, those mankind. are Kari's. I would just like to say... Yes? Yes? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting till the dice noises oh, were okay. done. Sorry. <clears throat> um, well, yeah, I'm the one who's a long off. Anyway, um, have I met this No, you haven't met before?
1: Kalman before.
3: I have literally no idea who you're talking
1: so about. So Kalman is a Modron... Which is, like, uh, he's a spherical, looks like he's covered in brass uh, creature with, like, these weird metal pressed steel chicken legs that bend in either direction. And he's on, like, kind of a gyroscope, so that's his waist. Um, And he's got a couple of short swords in his belt. And he's got one big, yeah, he's actually, he's wearing leather armor, which makes him look, I think I described it as him looking bouncy last time (laughs) when we met him. So uh, he's got that kind of stuff going on, and he's got one big glass eye that's like a Mike was. so he looks like Mike Wazowski, and he's got like a diaphragm around that eye like an old camera. So he's kind of looks like a brass ball with legs, I guess, in short. And chicken legs. Yeah, chicken legs. <laughs> so, um, anyway, what did you, you rolled low, because you didn't like your dice, Tira?
0: I rolled a six with all my modifiers.
1: Okay. And Wait, what did, I'm
0: proficient, I rolled an eight.
1: What did you roll, Aaron? Uh, 14,
3: 14 13. Okay,
1: that was 15. Okay, so Tira, um, <clears throat> you're gonna take nine trampling damage. Oh. And roll a strength save to see if you end up prone.
2: 16.
1: Okay, so you keep your footing, or you manage to kind of roll and get back up. And these cows are charging through. And everybody, roll a perception check.
4: My other favorite roll.
1: <laughs> I thought that was initiative. Was your other favorite? Um. Uh, nine.
3: Fifteen. Eleven.
1: Okay. Uh, Kira and Aaron, you see that maybe not the only reason that these things are stampeding. Maybe it wasn't just the noise. There's some things that look a little bit like velociraptors in with the pack here. Um, there's three of them. Two are a little smaller than the other one. The, the larger one has like a big bony head crest on the top of its head. And you see one of the smaller ones just bite the neck out of one of these bovine creatures and it falls and tumbles to the ground. So you're in the middle of this stampede with a few of these raptor type creatures. What is it you'd like to do?
3: I would like to pet a raptor.
1: (laughs) Alright, that'll be an animal handling check. She is
3: proficient proficient in that.
1: Okay, bad news, that's not a d20 first of (laughs) all. That might might do better. Okay. But bad news, this is not probably going to go well. (laughs)
3: uh uh 18
1: okay that's not good enough to pet the raptor but i'll say that's good enough to as you approach the raptor to realize that this raptor probably does not want to be petted
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's up to you if you want to proceed Did you
3: see Chris against Pratt and
1: pet it against its will World?
0: that's what i immediately thought of <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i thought about it's,
1: my kids it's up to you what you'd like to do but you get this feeling like they don't like to be petted okay okay
3: I'm getting a phone call excuse me what I'm getting a phone call I'm sorry
2: are we gonna stop for that
3: I don't yes because it's easier to cut out yeah it's easier to if we just all stop hi yes I get plus two on
0: favorite enemy and I'm
3: assuming these are beasts
1: to what? To track them?
0: One no perception of them. I'm still looking it up.
1: No, I have Rocky stuck in my head. Um, <laughs> um, I don't
3: know. <laughs> um he's here right now, but we're kind of doing something. Can you um text me the information and I'll pass it along to him and I'll get back to you.
1: We're doing something. Yeah. Good. We're making okay. Rockies now. <laughs>
3: Cool.
1: Yeah, have a good day. We're in a trading montage uh,
3: right now. <laughs> I'm sorry guys. I
1: no, no tension of raptors and
3: but I know, actually stampedes.
1: have plus two
0: on bluff, knowledge perception, sense motive, and survival checks against beasts, plus two bonus on weapon and damage rolls against them. Oh
1: S- specifically okay. cows.
0: Yes. No, specifically beasts, because I am a So you I'm do get plus
1: two damage. Yes. Okay, <clears throat> good. Well, what are you guys doing? So you're just... All of these cows uh, are all so around you. Are You've they got raptors <laughs> kind of on three sides of you, attacking, um, just running around.
3: Are the raptors attacking, or are they just kind of running around? Because no,
1: the, one of them just ripped the throat out of one of the cows.
3: Yeah, I feel like we don't look as delicious as the cows do, so I'm not too worried. I will Speak just, for
4: yourself, I'm very shiny. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes, but you have shiny armor. And is, crunchy. Yes.
4: I am just saying, I'm shiny.
0: Well, <clears throat> if you crouch down, you'll just look like a shiny rock. Yeah, Always I'm just going to hang out. I'm going to keep an eye on them, <clears throat> and if they look at all interested, then I'll...
4: If we're in the middle of this, mm-hmm. like, like the herd is literally all around yes. us, I'd actually like to try the Thunderous Smite to see if I can disperse the herd. Okay, it's a very loud noise. What are you gonna hit? Ground, I mean, or or the closest bovine, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, if I it's, think you
1: can. I'm sp- pretty sure they would they would disperse sp- if one of them explodes. What is that? It goes for like three hundred <clears throat> feet. Three hundred feet. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, if you're hitting the ground, oh, I guess you don't okay. really have to roll. Like, I guess you hit the ground. Okay. So. Unless
4: you hit a stick.
1: Do I, do I damage the
4: ground? Or is no. not going to roll anything?
1: No, I guess okay. not. So if you're just going to thunderous smite the ground, I guess what happens is, I mean, they're already pretty panicked, but I guess they are spreading out a little bit from where you are again. And you see kind of these raptors take out a couple of them, and it doesn't look like they start eating any of them. And... Um, they're just, like, in killing frenzy at this point. And one of them is coming closer to you, uh, as a party right now. It's maybe 40 feet away, kind of cocks its head sideways, like it sees you, and sniffs. I'm going to... And I think that would be initiative time. I was about to say, well, oh, okay. officially in now. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Okay, that's... 19! A...
0: Okay, 21.
1: 12. 2. How do you... How do you...
0: 19 plus, is it Dex?
1: Dex, yeah.
0: (laughs) No, I'm sorry. Three.
1: (laughs) Calman's 11.
0: Let me pull up my trusty bow and arrow. Is it Calman
3: or Calman? K A L M A N.
1: Yeah, Calman. Calman Coggles, dash six. So we've got Kira is up. Then Dern. Then we've got the Raptor, and Kalman, and Aaron. Okay, Kira.
0: I'll pull out my LARP bow and I will aim it at one of the rappers and. Okay. I need actual dice to do the game, not just holding a bow. Okay. Um, so I rolled a 3 plus, uh, what's the boat? Plus 6, so that's 9, plus 2 with my favorite enemy, so that's
1: 11. I thought you said it was, is it plus 2 to hit or plus 2 damage? Both. Okay. It's still going to sail wide, but it's good to know what that does. So, uh, Dern, it's to you. You've got raptors who are about, one is about 40 feet away and the others are maybe 50 feet away. And Cowman hands you a small shiny pebble. I take the small shiny pebble. Okay.
4: Anything special about the small shiny pebble? Uh, yeah. Hit him with it. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna whip the small shiny pebble at the
1: raptor. Okay. The closest one. Sure. Okay. Roll a D20 and add plus uh, seven to hit. 18. All right. So. Uh, This shiny rock looks like it's going off course of this uh, raptor, and it kind of curves back in and hits it in the side of the head. Roll 1d6 plus 5. So 11. Okay, so you actually take that raptor out. So you hit him with this small pebble in the head, knock him out cold, and he drops to the ground, and Kalman says, See? It's a rock! Well, it's better than a melon seed, that's for sure. Can I have one? Um
0: I know it's not my turn.
1: Okay. Oh, we'll see about that. I got to use this one right now. Okay. And he wings it at the uh other normal raptor. And hits Ooh, yeah. And he takes that raptor out with uh, one hit again. It looked like it was going to miss and it does this curveball and smacks the raptor in the side of the head. Aaron? Uh, it's to you. There's the one, the big one left with the big uh, kind of bony head crest.
3: Before I attack, can I try to do the thing he does in Jurassic World, where he like holds his hand out and it's
1: like? <laughs> okay, I mean it's this one's still pretty far, so it's like mm-hmm. sixty feet. You could run over there, <laughs> run
3: over want. there, stop and like <laughs> put my arm stop out, in and then like whoa, easy there.
2: Jill.
4: And henceforth, um, she was known as Aaron, the one-handed barbarian.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, animal handling again.
2: Okay. Come on, Blue. You know me. Yeah, you know me. That.
3: <laughs> oh uh, that's a uh a twenty, not a natural twenty, but a twenty. Okay.
1: I think you need like a natural twenty okay. to like let this thing. But with that, I
3: at least confuse it?
1: Yeah, it, it kind of like. <laughs> Doesn't understand what you're doing. Like, why are you running over there? And instead of attacking you, it just kind of vanishes from in front of you and appears right next to Kira, Dern, like, and Kalman. Yeah. So it's a ninja this isn't raptor. <laughs> this isn't just a raptor. This is a blink raptor.
4: <clears throat> oh, jeez.
1: So right now. Um, it's going to make an attack uh, randomly on one of the three of you after it does its little blink move there. Um, Kira. Okay. Um, it's going to make an attack with... It's going to try and bite you. Of course it does. That's an eight. So I guess it that's doesn't. a miss. So it snaps like above your head, and then it tries to get you with its claw on its leg. That's a 15.
0: It misses... No, no.
1: <laughs> that one gets you?
0: Yeah.
1: Five damage. Alright, and before it ends its turn, it splits, and it looks like there are two of these alpha blink raptors standing there. Okay?
3: Okay.
1: Alright, Pyrrha, it's your turn.
0: Um, short swords and slash at the one closest to me.
1: Alright. Isn't there only one
4: left?
0: It just split into two. Oh, yeah, sorry. Fifteen
1: plus. I can never remember this. Okay, nineteen. Um. All right. It doesn't matter what your damage is. As soon as you strike that, you realize it's a mirage, and it vanishes. It is a ninja raptor. So now you've got uh, just the regular big raptor in front of Second you. Second attack. Okay.
0: <gasps>
1: okay. But no. Uh, that's roll. Not- uh. Roll a strength save.
0: I don't like these dice either.
1: <laughs> I
0: rolled a seven?
1: All right, so your sword goes flying off about 30 feet away. Wow. All right, Dern? Um, I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to hit it with a hammer. Okay. Please hit it. 12 plus... 18. Yes. That's a hit. Six plus, uh, four. Yes, ten, sorry. Okay. So you smack this thing with the hammer across the head, and it lets out a scream. Um, and then it's Cowman's turn. He's going to make sure he's very close to you. He's, I'm going to stay real close, he says. Okay. And he attacks with his short swords. And he hits with the offhand attack. Don't crit. fail.
0: Shut
3: up. (laughs)
1: Um and he hits and he uses his sneak attack if he's within five feet of you, he can use that and add two d six to a hit, so he hits the thing for thirteen uh stabs it with his short sword, and he pulls out a bloody sword, and it's Aaron's turn now the raptor again is about <laughs> forty feet away from you because he ran in that direction
3: well, um, I would like this is a little different, but I would like to. Go to the cattle that the the other raptor killed and start butchering it. Okay. Um, and <laughs> you're so helpful. You're welcome. She's
1: filling it for Sam. <laughs> like, it's spreading.
3: You guys, you guys can handle it. You're fine. So I'm just going to start, like, kind of taking the meat off of the carcass. Okay. And um, as I do that, I'd like to use my cornhole proficiency to throw a nice little piece to the raptor to try to gain its trust.
1: Okay. Roll a (laughs) dex check and add your proficiency (laughs) bonus.
3: Okay, that's probably not going to do it.
1: (laughs) So you just throw some meat up into the air. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This will
3: help us later. We, ne- we never have, like, food or anything. So
1: the raptor, though, uh, does its blink again, snatches that meat out of the air above you, and makes its attack at you this okay. time. So...
3: Come on, Blue, you know me! <laughs> <laughs> so it tries to
1: bite you. That's uh, an 11 against your No, AC. that's not going to
3: do it.
1: And then tries to claw you with its foot, and that's a 23.
3: That so I guess that's it. probably going to
1: hit. Five damage. No, no, sorry. Three damage. Three damage. Okay. And uh, as it ends its turn, again, another raptor appears. um, And it's, they're kind of like close together. It's not really a complete mirror image. It's just kind of like a, uh, there's a, it's kind of displacing itself. So it looks almost blurry. Okay. I guess
3: I'll help you guys next time around. Okay, right.
4: thanks. Kira. <laughs> was that help with quotations? So it's now
3: 40 feet away again?
0: Yes. Okay, I guess I have to go back to bow, Okay. But I'm plus <clears> 8 <throat> to hit, so. I'm not going
3: to let this perfectly good meat go to waste. 12?
2: But you're a vegetarian. Nope.
1: That'll it a good It kind of uh, <laughs> dodges out of the way of that.
3: Well, it is 40
0: feet away. Okay, Dern. You have your expand-a-spear.
4: Yeah, that's true. I was thinking it would be nice if I could, you know... Maybe use my blunderbuss, but... Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll try the spear. Okay.
1: And you... It's a crit. Nice! N- natural 20. Alright, and you can roll your damage <laughs> dice twice then.
0: Can I borrow your dice?
1: No! <laughs> Four, five. And then you get to add your strength modifier. So, five plus nine. Alright, so you stick that spear uh, into <clears throat> this... Alpha, and it screeches again. Kalman has one more of those magic rocks in his pouch, and he's going to try and wing it at this thing. And he's at disadvantage, and crit misses on the second roll. He's at disadvantage because it's blurry. I probably should have made you at disadvantage, but with the crit, I'll take it. So this rock instead goes around like, out toward the raptor and comes back and clocks Kalman right in the eye. And he takes eight damage. Okay. That didn't work how I planned, he says. <laughs> All right, and it's Aaron's turn.
3: I would like to clarify that I am a vegetarian, but I respect the animal enough to not want its sacrifice of its life to go to waste. That being said... <laughs> Are there any of the magic rocks near enough to me that I could grab one, since people have just been kind of slinging them around?
1: I mean, the way that the magic rocks work is even if you grabbed one right now, it's just a rock.
3: Oh, okay. Okay, well, in that case, I guess I'll just throw a javelin at my ex-friend. Okay, he's right
1: next to you, so you'll be at disadvantage. Oh, it's next to me? Yeah, because it blinked back to get the meat and attacked you last time. Oh, I thought
3: it left after...
1: No, it's my been turn. coming and going, but right now it's by you,
3: oh, okay, in that case, I'll use my axe, okay, um
1: you'll be at disadvantage because he's blurry, so you have to roll twice and take the lower one
3: okay, you forgot your glasses <laughs> 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 uh oh man, okay, um
1: unless was that a crit Mariah, no, okay is.
3: no, it's a five, but I think I get some kind of do I get some kind of
1: your yeah. strength mm-hmm. and your proficiency bonuses
3: okay, so that's eleven
1: nope. It's going to dodge out of the way there.
3: Okay.
1: All right, and it's the raptor's turn again, so he's going to try and take another bite out of you, Kira. I mean, Aaron um, sorry.
3: Okay. This uh, might as well happen.
1: The bite's going to miss, and the claw attack is a 14. Is that a hit or a miss?
3: That's a hit by one point.
1: Okay. Seven damage. Okay. And it slices across your belly with that uh, big foot claw. Alright.
3: Do you say Bigfoot Claw or Bigfoot big Claw?
1: Bigfoot big foot Claw. Like it's in the a bigfoot claw. Like in the first Jurassic
4: Park movie, what Sam Neill does to scare the crap out of that kid.
1: Yeah, yeah, one of those big Sam Neill claws that they wouldn't let you have in your carry on anymore. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Kira, it's your turn. You're at disadvantage. It's still blurry.
0: Well, I can't really do much. Because even if I ran, it's forty feet away, and I'd only be ten feet away, and that's still not close enough for a melee, so I have to use the bow. Okay, everyone, duck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the first one would have been good.
0: <gasps> yay! I hit it because the first one was a seventeen, and my second one was a crit.
1: All right, we'll take the crit if you crit on the disadvantage roll. So, roll your damage dice twice.
0: All right. Is it below max hit? Yes. Great. That means I'm. I get to use my Colossus Slayer. Woohoo! All right. Um. Longbow is 1d8, plus 2, 6, plus 2, which is 10, and then an- another 1d8,
1: 3. 13 damage? Yes. Alright, so you stick uh, an arrow into this thing in the neck, and it falls over onto the ground, and lets out one final
0: Oh, yeah. oh! <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> These are ah. bl- blink seal raptors. <laughs> Alright, and it's dead, and the herd has sort of dispersed. You've got the one... So you've got three dead raptors, you've got the dead cow that Arran was cutting up, and there's probably another four dead cows laying around. I want to get my spear back. Okay.
0: Retrieve arrows and... I guess, investigation...
4: And your
1: short sword that you threw off into <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, that
0: too, thank you. Yeah.
1: Kalman goes around and finds <clears throat> a couple of random rocks and casts his cantrip, which is called Magic Stone, and he hands one of them to Dern, and he pockets the other two of them. Um. So Dern has one ranged ammo.
0: Can I check
1: out the raptors and see if there's anything special on them? Yeah. Uh, roll. Why doesn't everybody roll nature checks about these raptors as you look at them?
0: I don't know what they. Th- where did these things come from? I rolled a one. <laughs> um, they're
1: they're goldfinches. 16. Eight. Okay, so Dern, you're being the naturalist of us all. <laughs> <laughs> you've read about these raptors <clears throat> and it all story somewhere sure it's it gets boring underground sometimes um so what these are are like we said people call them blink raptors Uh, they can displace and they can blink and in fact if you skin them you can make some really cool armor uh that can actually help you displace like make yourself blurry can anyone here skin i'm on it I mean, well.
0: <laughs> Theoretically, I should be able to, being a ranger. Here. I mean,
1: we have Roll this. You can just just roll a dex check. <laughs> right. I'm starting to think it's not oh. the dice, loss. And you ruined you ruin the skin on the first raptor.
0: Okay, we'll pretend that was one of the other ones.
1: There, any of these will work. The other ones were blink raptors, too. They just got killed too quickly. Okay. They're females.
0: 19.
1: Yeah, so you get this hey. skin off of the raptor.
3: Got it in one. Fifteen.
1: Yeah. So you probably um, will need both of those to be able to make a really good tunic, so it's good you got two of them. With two of those skins, if you if you basically patch them together, you can make a tunic of uh, Displace or place. <laughs> so... The Scales of the Beast will make a leather armor that allows you to cast Displace. You have one charge, uh, and it recharges on a long rest. It lasts for one round, and it costs a bonus action. When you cast it, though, you also roll a d20. And if you run, roll a 1, 2, or 3, you blink right next to the nearest hostile creature. So it might the robe may let you Displace... But it may send you over to that place instead.
3: Alrighty, <laughs> oh, Sam can't oh. even handle it. <laughs> <laughs> that's very good. Well, as right. long as we're here, does anyone? I'm glad want to you check guys it? checked
1: out the Raptors.
3: Yeah, that's a good. That was a good call. Does anyone want to check if that little turd took any of our stuff when he took off?
0: <laughs> I think Durn already realized something.
4: Aye, where's me blunderbuss? You're what now? The the blunderbuss, you know, big. Hand-cannon-looking thing. Shoots. <laughs> I guess you took it. Uh,
0: little... These are marked explicit, just in case. Because <laughs> the rules are really
3: vague.
1: <laughs> uh, no, no thank
4: you Little
3: rascal.
1: So, it's still... It's still night... But you might not have time. Wait, still nice? Yeah, he was on his first watch. I
4: was going to say, he looks like the kind of guy that would wear assless jackets. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm hungry. Can I slice off a piece of meat and stick it on the fire? Sure. Okay.
1: So you guys aren't going to get a long rest this night because it was interrupted. Yeah. So if you guys want to do... Can I get do, another short rest? You definitely have an opportunity for another short rest. Um, I'm
0: rolling hit dice.
1: Before, you know, dawn or anything like that.
0: Can I roll multiple
1: ones? So long as you have hit dice remaining, you can roll as many as you want until you're out on a short rest. Does that, is that just for HP or can I get a spell slot back? It's just for HP. You get something of yours comes back on a short rest, like your armor, that maybe it is. I don't know, some paladin spell, I think you said, comes back on a short rest. was it, like this? I'm not sure. So yeah, that's that's going to be the rub <clears> as you guys, with spell slots are, are hurting for them.
3: I'm actually back to max health, because my hit dice are so good.
1: Nice. Oh,
3: I forgot what these new spells I got were. I guess
1: Calman will roll a hit dice because he's down eight.
3: I went ahead and added beef to my inventory just in case.
1: So he's back to max. Okay, so what do you guys want to do around the fire? The gnome's gone. Calman's here. Uh,
0: I'll take next watch so I can eat my beef. My larp beef. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Larp beef. (laughs) <laughs> when you taste when you taste the blarp beef, you notice it doesn't taste like a normal beef, but it's not altogether bad. I'm
0: just hungry.
1: Okay.
0: In real life and in the game,
1: apparently. <laughs> okay. So what is this how do you guys pass the time? Are you gonna set out after you have something to eat while well, it's a little before dusk? Or are you gonna wait until morning?
3: I was gonna take a nap.
1: Take a nap?
0: I figured I would be taking next watch since I'm cooking up some glarp,
4: some delicious okay. beef. I'll I'll take a short rest cuz I don't know if I get something back or not. Okay. I'm looking it up now. All
1: right, so on a short rest, you don't even technically really like sleep. You just it's are my kind of relaxing. It's my channel divinity. Oh, That's it's, what you get by. Oh that. yeah, but great. I didn't use it, so okay. <clears throat> All right, so if you just wait around till morning, morning will dawn nothing else comes, except for a few ravens, start picking at the, uh, dead cows.
0: I shoot one. Why? I don't like ravens anymore.
1: What's your roll? 15,
0: 16, 17.
1: Okay, well they have one hit point, so you killed a raven.
0: Okay. (laughs) Congratulations! (laughs) I retrieved my arrow. Okay. And hopefully that made the other ones fly off.
1: They quark uh, at you and fly away, like, why? <laughs> why did you kill our friend? If you could translate the quarks. Alright. I can't. So, in the morning, you see you're in the shadow of the mountain now as you were moving toward the end of the previous night. It seems like, like I said last time you were walking, it felt like you should be there because it's so huge, but as you get closer and closer to it, you realize it's much larger than you thought it was. Um, so any kind of peak that you're used to navigating toward or by is basically dwarfed by this thing. Um, no pun intended, Mike. So from here, you can see that the top third of the mountain is coated in ice, despite the fact that it's pretty darn hot down where you are right now. Um, and as you're, as you start to enter its shadow and as the wind blows from the blighted and dark land to the east, you get a shiver. The mountain is obviously beautiful, but it looks like it's pretty dangerous, like some god sleeping on the earth. As you start walking toward the mountain, the ground is steepening. And you walk for almost the whole day uh, with no encounters before you start approaching the low temple, or what's called the Temple of the First Land. It has a huge dome on the top. It's made of brass. It would look more impressive if it wasn't beside the base of this massive mountain. Behind it, on the mountain, there are really oddly shaped stone outcroppings. And on top of the temple, there are like all these nasty, ugly looking gargoyles. The front of the temple is not enclosed. Uh, It's kind of like a big community patio in the front of it. And it's got a bunch of things that look like shrines scattered throughout it. So the temple's still maybe 100, 200 feet in front of you. What do you want to do? Is it just straight up to the temple, or is there anything? Are we close enough
4: to where I can kind of tell if the gargoyles are, I mean, because I... Detect I have, good or evil? I have expertise, and, and I have expertise in stonework history. Okay. Um, roll a d20.
0: <laughs> Please roll better this time.
4: No,
1: not really. <laughs> Six, eight, um, do, Is this another proficiency? Uh, yeah. Well, no. You would get your proficiency bonus of two okay, plus. So. This would be maybe an intelligence check. So, so just an eight. So it's an eight. Yeah. All right. But is, are, so, are you rolling your stonework proficiency?
4: Yeah.
1: Okay. Let's see if I. You just get the idea that these gargoyles were put there as you know guardians against evil spirits or something.
4: Okay. Um. Alright. But not the Goliath, oh god, we're all going to die kind of gargoyle, sir.
1: You don't get that sense, at least from, you know, stone stone work check or whatever. Do you want to do the (laughs) detect good and evil thing? I have to be within 60 feet for that. Okay. Alright, as you, so then what? Are you, you're still 200 feet away. I
4: mean, we gotta go so let's, let's go and get within 60 feet so I can use my detect good or evil. Okay.
0: Do gargoyles count as beasts?
1: Mm, no. no. They're stone things. Okay,
0: just curious.
1: Okay. Oh, homunculi, maybe? <laughs> maybe constructs if they were creatures, or maybe monsters or aberrations gargoyles or something. Yeah.
3: But do so, they look like they're alive from this distance?
1: You can roll perception checks. Um... Eight, six again. Seven. No, you don't really notice that much about them at all. <clears throat> like, it's still kind of hard to make them out. It's misty on the mountain. Hi, I'm Kelman Coggerl's Stash 6. Thanks for listening to Date Night. We hope you're enjoying Pete and Bart of our adventure. Follow us on Twicebook and Twitter and keep tuning in.